Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. After seven years of violent revolution, our American founders were well aware that political factions were most often used to divide and conquer the people. And they knew that the republic they created would only last as long as the people could remain educated. In 1816, Thomas Jefferson wrote, If a nation expects to be ignorant and free in a state of civilization, it expects what never was and never will be. By the end of the Civil War, the two-party system became the norm. The globalist system we face today was born. And the deliberate dumbing down of the American citizen began with our great-great-grandparents. In the late 1800s, the Skinner-Pavlovian method was brought into American schools by Johns Hopkins. These psychological methods allowed teachers the ability to program students' behavior in the same way that Pavlov did with dogs. In 1934, the Carnegie International Endowment for Peace published the Report on the Commission on Social Studies, which explicitly stated the goal of eventually taking away people's land and noted that most people would obviously oppose this. The solution was to begin using the school system to recondition the minds of children. In 1976, the bicentennial year of the Declaration of Independence, 124 congressmen signed the Declaration of Interdependence, which stated that two centuries ago, our forefathers brought forth a new nation. Now we must join with others to bring forth a new world order. And it pledged to give children special attention in distributing a common education to suit their goals. By the 1990s, this globalist dumbing down system was perfected and America began exporting it worldwide in what is known as outcome-based education. Starting in 2010, Common Core began in the United States. It outlined what students were expected to know at each grade level and enforced ways to assess those standards. Charlotte Iserby, author of The Deliberate Dumbing Down of America, has traced most of this agenda stemming from the Order of Skull and Bones at Yale through both Republicans and Democrats, two wings of the same globalist bird, which understood that dumbed down people have a base desire for a simple dualistic choice. In 1953, the Rockefeller Foundation funded the Robber's Cave Experiment, wherein 11-year-old boys who thought they were signing up for summer camp were organized into two separate tribes and were manipulated into fighting each other, which was easily accomplished by having a single resource that the two groups competed for. The Henry Tajfel experiments of the 1970s showed that by simply dividing people into two groups, they would naturally identify with their own group and discriminate against the other. The basic ego mind is constantly making preferences. No matter how dumb you are, you have an opinion about everything. And if you can keep the population dumb enough and give them two parties to choose from, they will innately identify with one and despise the other. This allows the globalist system the cover they need to implement unpopular policies, such as 
as a central bank digital currency, while we, the people, ignorantly fight each other. United we stand, divided we fall, and we've been falling for it for generations. The American people have been so thoroughly dumbed down that we think freedom is the ability to choose between two parties working for the same control system. And we have been made so weak that we are afraid to even discuss the option of violence, which is most often the only remedy for tyranny. But if we were an enlightened people, we could simply unite together as one and just say no to the tyrants. The answer to 1984 is 1776. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Two-party system in the dumbing down of America. They're trying to keep us divided. They are the Democrats. It's Thursday, June 29th, the year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad to be here today. we got a big show for you. Got lots of videos to show you. Lots of international news to get into today from riots in France to the World Economic Forum's summer session. Kicking off in China. Got some videos from that. We'll be joined in the third hour by John Doyle, conservative commentator. He just did an Ask Me Anything, or no, not Ask Me Anything, uh, Change My Mind segment for the Stephen Crowder style. Set up a booth at a college and uh, talked to liberals. Only they, John Doyle did it at an HBCU with the topic being America is not racist, change my mind. And uh, well, it turned out about exactly as you would expect. Extremely entertaining video, and I want to talk to him about what that experience was like and whether he's going to try for it a second time. It ends with the cops being called and just chaos, unrelenting chaos. It's it's a very good video, and I'm very excited to talk to him about that since clearly took quite a bit of uh, production to get that going. And it's an important conversation to have. So we're going to get into all of that and more. Your phone calls, of course, as well. Let's get into it this morning, as we do every morning, with your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks. Your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 29th of June, 2023. (laughs) First on the docket. Uh, This is actually a slightly older story, but we missed it, and it's started being spread around Twitter recently. Worth a note, U.S. to challenge Mexican ban on genetically modified corn. The Biden administration said it would take initial steps towards challenging a ban Mexico's placed on shipments of genetically modified corn from the United States, restrictions that have rankled farmers and threatened a profitable export. Yeah, I'm sure it's those farmers. I'm sure it's the farmers. I I guess it is the farmers, but the farmers themselves have been extorted and blackmailed and forced in many cases to use the genetically modified corn only to find that they can't sell it to mexico but don't worry here comes the american government to force mexico to take our genetically modified poison corn 
Mexico has planned to phase out the use of genetically modified corn as well as a herbicide called glyphosate. By 2024, about 90 percent of corn grown in the United States is genetically modified. Senior administration officials have expressed concerns the Mexican government uh, to the Mexican government about the measures for more than a year in a virtual and in-person meeting, saying they could disrupt millions of dollars of agricultural trade and cause serious harm to U.S. producers. Mexico is the second largest market for U.S. corn after China. You must take our genetically modified corn. This is the important activity of the U.S. government taking. Could just could just grow natural corn, but that's too simple and healthy and normal. Meanwhile, the great grift, more than $200 billion in COVID-19 aid, may have been stolen, Federal Watchdog says. She, uh, more than $200 billion may have been stolen from two large COVID-19 relief initiatives, according to new estimates from a federal watchdog investigating federally funded programs that helped small businesses survive the worst health crisis in more than 100 years. The numbers issued Tuesday by the U.S. Small Business Administration Inspector General are much greater than the office's previous projections and underscore how vulnerable the Paycheck Protection and COVID-19 Economic industry, uh, Injury Disaster Loan Programs were to fraudsters particularly during the early stages of the coronavirus pandemic. The Inspector General's report said, quote, at least 17 percent of all COVID and PPP relief funds were dispersed to potentially fraudulent actors. The fraud estimate for the COVID-19 Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program is more than $136 billion, which represents 33 percent of the total money spent on that program, according to the report. The Paycheck Protection Fraud Estimate is $64 billion. The inspector general said, and all of that money could have gone to Ukraine. What a shame. What a shame it is. Just absolutely insane levels of theft. You know, during like a emergency you know, charitable fund, essentially just just robbing the needy in the in a time of strife. This is this is why our country is where it is just Everything is grift. Everything is waste. Everything is controlled by criminals. Isn't that something? Meanwhile, France arrests 150 and are now mobilizing 40,000 police to tackle protests. The fatal shooting of a 17-year-old teenager by police officers has incensed France as the police made 150 arrests overnight during renewed rioting and angry protests while Interior Minister Gerald Domenin said that more than, more than 40,000 police will be deployed across France as President Emmanuel Macron on Thursday urged calm. Around 40,000 police will be deployed across France on Thursday to deal with any further protest, Darmanin said. Some 5,000 police will be deployed in and around Paris after two nights of sometimes violent protests over the death of a 17-year-old shot dead by police during a traffic stop. Nahel M, 17, was shot in the chest at point-blank range in a Paris suburb, Nanterre, on Tuesday. Nanterre, I don't know, it's French, in an incident that has reignited debate in France about police tactics long criticized by rights groups. We will uh, we'll get into this. Seems to me like it's less of a riot over police violence than it is a uh, race riot, as this is uh, a Muslim teenager or a, a migrant teenager killed by police, and now we have uh, migrant riots breaking out all over France, and we'll get into that a little bit more later in the show, as once again, just like everywhere else in Europe, the latest polls out of France and discussions or, you know, uh, 
surveys of the French people have found that a vast majority think there are too many migrants, don't want any more migrants, and are asking for some sort of reform in the immigration system, including deportations. This, of course, despite being approved of and and co-signed by the vast majority of the French population is being promptly ignored by the government because that's our democracy after all. Then we have this, actually a, to me, sad development in the collapse of the old mainstream media. National Geographic lays off its last remaining staff writers. Like one of the endangered species whose impending extinction it has chronicled, National Geographic magazine has been on a relentlessly downward path struggling for vibrancy in an increasingly unforgiving ecosystem. Yeah, struggling for vibrancy. It just wasn't vibrant enough when you go to National Geographic to read some in-depth scientific survey of some uncontacted tribe. What you really want is vibrancy. (laughs) Just completely absurd. Now, this is just the latest in the saga of the downfall of National Geographic that all kicked off around 2017 with a new set of owners that decided the entire history of the magazine they now head uh, was racist and needed to be corrected. Oh, and it's also owned by Walt Disney. Yeah, it's owned by Walt Disney now. So if you just tack National Geographic onto the ever, ever-growing ever list of, like, foundational, like, ultra-important cultural icons that the Walt Disney Company has subsumed and then destroyed over the very recent past. National Geographic, Lucasfilms, Indiana Jones, Star Wars— just one by one going through all of America's most powerful and important cultural output and eviscerating them piecemeal. Very interesting stuff. And again, we'll get into the uh, recent history of National Geographic and what exactly has led to this downfall. Spoiler alert, not exactly a lack of vibrancy. That wasn't actually the issue. <laughs> you'll be you'll be shocked to know. Finally, in health news, uh, Aspartame sweetener used in Diet Coke is possibly a carcinogen, WHO's cancer research agency to say. One of the world's most common artificial sweeteners is set to be declared a possible carcinogen next month. Carcinogen. Carcinogen. Carcinogenic. It means it causes cancer. Diet Coke, the sweetener in Diet Coke causes cancer is what they're saying. Of course, I could have told you that from the way that it tastes. I don't get artificial sweeteners. They taste like chemicals because they're chemicals. We'll get into this as well. Just another another shortfall from our EPA. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. We didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us. 
by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. InfoWarsStore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee, another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell it for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds, give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep, and it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, AmericanJournalInfoWars.com, band.video. Remember, the Independence Day sale, July 4th Super Sale, is on right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're getting up to 60% off, plus double Patriot points at InfoWarsStore.com, plus, best of all, it is a true 360 win as you keep us on the air and in the fight, and we so appreciate it when you do. We're going to start today with the President of the United States, one Joseph Robinette Biden. What a, what a saga of embarrassment this man has been. Just daily. It's a daily thing with this guy. Almost hourly, actually, <laughs> I think about it. I mean, it's, it's every time the man goes in public, it's just. I mean, I got to wonder what the. What the anxiety medicine intake is of his. Staff around him. I mean, can you imagine living a life where you are responsible for taking care of an 85-year-old dementia patient with the nuclear codes who goes out in front of the world's media on a daily basis, and every time he steps up, you are sitting there just cold sweat, just shaking, just, God, please, just get in the helicopter, just just stop talking, get in the helicopter, just get in that, just walk away from the cameras, Joe, please, for the love of God. Okay, all right, he only embarrassed himself a little bit like this. It's got to be a constant roller coaster of just like, okay, all right, we're not in front of the cameras anymore, he can't embarrass himself anymore right now, but in 30 minutes, we're going to be at some lunch and dinner, and he's going to be groping little girls and y- yelling out names of people that died 10 years ago, and he's going to be just, just sniffing people. It's not going to be good. I mean, I can't imagine. It's, it makes me anxious. Like, I'm getting anxious right now just thinking about what it would be like to, to have to, you know, be responsible for this guy as he just makes a mockery of the office he holds on an almost hourly basis. It really is something else. It really is something else. And you saw that picture there. That was from the video 
that we showed yesterday where he is, uh, you know, for once being politely asked about, uh, you know, the, the time that uh, Hunter Biden said that he was there blackmailing a, a Chinese person for mil- millions of dollars. You know, the reporters always have this kind of like, uh, sir, so were you were you with Hunter? You just compare it, right? Trump, it's just like, uh, sir, sir, do you, are you in favor of the mass shooting that just happened, sir? Sir, the mass shooting, it's your fault? Care to, care to respond? Just, you know, whatever just nonsense they could throw at him. Meanwhile, Joe Biden just has scandal after scandal. It's like a some sort of scandal cluster bomb, right? You just got what you think is one scandal that then burst into a thousand different flares of a thousand different corrupt activities that this man and his family are involved in. It really is something else. Anyway, this video is from yesterday, or that video, the image that you just saw is from yesterday. We showed the video where he's just yelling at the guy, no, no, just like, okay, Joe, calm down, calm down. You're the one who, you put yourself in this position. It's not his fault that he has to ask about the scandal that you and your family have gotten us all into. Story from InfoWars, Biden shouts at reporter asking if he was with Hunter uh, when coercive text message sent to Biden official, or to Ch- Chinese official, rather. And you can see in that video and in the images, he's got indentations on his face. It's really kind of weird looking. Well, the White House has now admitted he uses a respiratory device after indentions are seen on his face, indentions spotted on uh, Joe Biden's face prompted immediate questions Wednesday, with the White House having to release a statement admitting that the sitting president and probable Democratic nominee for 2024 needs to use a respiratory device to help him keep breathing when asleep. Here's the problem with that, though. Here's a little, little issue I have with that. The man is on the lawn. He's talking to reporters. He's in a suit. Now, we've all experienced where you wake up, you're in a deep sleep, you got pillow marks on your face. By the time you get dressed, those marks are gone. By the time you get up, get ready, those marks have largely faded. These are very clear indentations on his face, meaning to me that he had a mask of some sort on immediately prior to you know this footage being taken. So... Either that or they strap him to a table so he doesn't wander away. Maybe they strap him to a table so he doesn't wander away. It could be that as well. But unless he's just like taking a nap in his suit, you know, fully dressed and just takes the thing off and wakes up and, oh, okay, time to go, and then walking out. Or this is not what they're saying. It's not for something that he uses while he sleeps, which is not that weird of a thing. I have family members. They, you know, CPAP machines or whatever they're called to help you breathe at night. Like that's a unfortunately common type of thing, which is what they're trying to play this off as. Oh, well, you know, so many people of, of any age really, but over 60, you know, a lot of people wear masks while they sleep. Yeah. But how many people have to also wear masks while they're awake? That I think is the real question. He says since 2008, the president has disclosed his history with sleep apnea through medical reports, adding he used a CPAP machine last night, which is common for people with that history. So again, I don't think that's – I just don't think that's true. I just don't think that's true. To me, this is just not the case because unless he was immediately sleeping right before this wearing a full suit and tie, I don't think these marks are from a time when he was sleeping. Just me. Just my 
suppositions here. Biden's 2019 medical records also revealed he had multiple surgeries on his sinus and nasal passages. Former White House physician turned rep Ronnie Johnson, who'd repeatedly called for Biden to undergo independent health and cognitive uh, checks, wondered what else is being hidden regarding Biden's health. Saying, quote, it's now been revealed that Biden is using a CPAP machine when he sleeps. Why hasn't Biden's medical team previously disclosed this? They aren't hiding this. If they are hiding this, what else are they hiding? This is the least transparent White House in history. Why hasn't Joe Biden been to a campaign event? Because he can't. He doesn't have what it takes. He needs to resign now. That also from Ronnie Johnson. As we highlighted earlier this week, an NBC News poll found that 68 percent of voters, including 43 percent of Democrats, are, quote, concerned that Joe Biden does not have the necessary mental and physical health to be president. Kamala Harris is hysterically laughing in the wings. <laughs> Meanwhile, Biden was seen barely holding it together Wednesday, snapping and yelling at a reporter when he was asked questions about the alleged shakedown of a Chinese businessman by Biden's by uh, the Bidens. And we you know, showed you that. We also showed you the other response from that day where he said that uh, Russia or I'm sorry, <laughs> what he exactly said. Uh, he also said he was very confident that Ukraine can win the war in Iraq. So, hey, that would be something, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be a twist for the ages? America attacked by guys from Saudi Arabia or slash our own government on 9-11, go to war with Iraq. It all seems to be just a, a major disaster, absolute failure of a military campaign only to be saved rescued victory grasped from the jaws of defeat at the last minute by ukraine of all places maybe joe's fantasy world would be a nice place to live (laughs) but that's not even why i wanted to talk about this we're going to show you the clips on the other side of his speech in chicago yesterday it's where he was going when he made all these other embarrassing comments and outbursts. He was on his way to deliver a speech that was just replete with embarrassing outbursts. It's amazing. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both. 25% 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. It's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Lots to talk about today. I gotta show you these videos. I mean, I don't think I have to intro or explain these at all. I mean, it's troubling. It's troubling where we are at this point. We'll get to some more 
Hunter News in a second, Hunter and Joe Biden News in a second, since it's all intimately intertwined. But Biden traveled to Chicago yesterday to give a speech on what he calls uh, Bidenomics. <laughs> Bidenomics. Bidenomics is when you can't afford to feed your family, but the Biden administration tells you it's the best economy there's ever been. It's when prices of staple goods double, and then they spend $200 billion on a war in Ukraine. It's an interesting economic philosophy, let's just say. But that's not the interesting part about this speech. The interesting part about this speech is that we're able to watch in real time as a man's brain shuts down. It's like going through shutdown protocols. Like when RoboCop tries to arrest the <laughs> tries to arrest the executive. It's like Joe Biden has been programmed not to be able to give a speech. And if he starts to try, his brain starts going through the shutdown process. It's absolutely insane, all of this. It's the president of the United States. Let's go to clip number three first. <laughs> Which maybe takes a little bit of um, setting up, a little bit of context for you. Let's just go to clip number three. This is a key core of Bidenomics. Let's watch. You're not going to see anybody building a new coal-fired plant in America. Not just because I'd like to pass a law to say that. It's too expensive. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah, too expensive. Doesn't work. Why is that? Well, probably because of all the laws that we passed to make it more expensive. Probably because we used, you know, restrictive creep to prevent people from doing things that we don't want them to do but that we can't pass laws against because we actually can't make our case or argue it out in the open, right? We want to pass a law saying no more coal power plants, but that's like unfeasible. It doesn't make any sense. Nobody would fall for it. So instead, we'll have the EPA, just a bunch of regulations, a bunch of red tape you have to get through. We'll make it economically impossible to do, but it's not illegal. So then we can point to it and say, look, we didn't even pass laws and people aren't building coal. So isn't this wonderful? It's just interesting how this works when simultaneously, literally less than a week ago, on Sunday, January 22nd, no, exactly one week ago, uh, oh, January, I'm sorry, January 22nd, I saw it was June 22nd, yeah, so, okay, six months ago, sorry, my bad, a little under six months ago, China to accelerate construction of coal-powered uh, Cold, coal-fired pow, power plants. China expects to add 70 gigawatts of coal-fired power generation this year, up from 40 gigawatts of capacity in coal installed in 2022, a report from the power sector's group China Electric Council showed. Coal additions, however, will not be the biggest capacity increases in China in 2023, per the report quoted by Bloomberg, as they're also increasing massively wind and solar. So how's that work out? Has that, what's China have that we don't have? Why is it economically feasible for China to like double their capacity of coal-fired power plants, but it's just too expensive for us to do here? Is it because it's a giant racket? China building six times more new coal, uh, coal power plants than other countries, report finds. That's two more. Say it again. Whoa. Um, it's also more economically feasible because they're probably using dirty coal like lignite. 
lignite. Maybe that's what um, it is. Yeah, there's different grades of coal, and in America, we need clean burning coal, and uh, our plants are more heavily equipped with uh, the things that that like things like scrubbers. Yeah. Well, d- don't worry. Now, all of that industry that could be powered by the coal power plants will just be shipped over to China. So they'll get all of the economic benefit of building the coal power plants and all the industry that that comes along with. And then they'll also be actually polluting the planet to a massive degree in a way that wouldn't happen if we'd build coal power plants here and have all of the scrubbers and clean coal aspects of it as well. I'm sorry. Hey, allow me to correct myself. Mm. Uh, actually, lignite is uh, actually the least amount of carbon. So they're, they're probably using... Uh, anthracite interesting yeah anthracite and they're not using the, the ligma coal the, the ligma <laughs> is that different that's different stuff i understand so that's the only clip we have where biden actually is coherent now what he's saying doesn't really make any sense logically it's a completely fallacious but at least the words came out right and not too much of a jumble this next one good lord Let's go to clip number six here. Joe Biden is absolutely gone. Let's watch. I've long said, and I mean this, I was on the Tibetan Plateau with Xi Jinping. I traveled 17,000 miles with him. I've spoken with him more than any other head of state because it started when I was vice president and President Hu was the president and he was the vice president. We knew he was going to be successful. It was inappropriate for Barack to spend that time with him, but I, I spent a lot of time with him. I met alone with him, just he and I, and a simultaneous interpreter, 68 times, 68 hours, 68 times, more than 68 hours. By the way, I turned in all my notes. Okay, couple, couple things about this, couple things about this. First of all, if only we had a real, like, comedy show like SNL. I mean, if, if you couldn't make something out of the president who, you know, who's on first, who's the president of China. I mean, it's just Joe Biden going round about who, who is yes. Who no, who is, I mean, it's just, it would be so easy. So very, very easy to make comedy out of this. I mean, it is comedy as it, as it is. The other thing, clearly Biden a little bit nervous, clearly he's a little bit preoccupied with appearing to look like he is in some way selling out America to China, right? Oh, and I, I kept all my notes, by the way. I kept all my notes, right? It, this is like revolving in the back of his head, like all the criminal activity he's been up to. He's like, I want to talk about this, but I don't I, – did I, did I keep all my notes? Was that the time that I got that million-dollar bribe? Should I maybe not talk about that? Like he's, you can tell he's like kind of nervous about this. I don't even get his comment about it's inappropriate for, for Obama to – do it like what does that even mean god only knows was that written on the teleprompter like what is he just going off the cut i don't understand then also can you not just see xi jinping just like oh yeah well and also obviously this is because joe biden called xi jinping a dictator and china got very mad at that and basically slapped biden about it and so this is Biden showing contrition, talking about what a great friend to Xi Jinping he is. They spend more time together than anybody else. Uh, but he also called him a dictator. So he's trying to make up for calling him a dictator by salivating over him. But he's also now talking about what a great buddy he is with somebody that he himself considers a dictator. A little bit odd. Just nothing about this really makes any sense. 
then I also would just love to see Xi Jinping just like, don't bring me into this, Joe. Please don't mention we're very good friends. We can say hi when we're in the same place so we can be friends, but uh, I don't want to be part of your troubles. <laughs> Please, Joe, don't mention me so much. Thanks. And finally, we have this clip, clip number seven here. Joe Biden struggles to say consecrated. My favorite part about this clip is the way that everybody laughs. Joe turns this into a joke, but it's like totally silent. And then the laugh is less of a laugh and more of like a because <laughs> there's like this moment where it's like you can tell everybody watching is like, oh, God, and like cringing. And so the laugh is less of like <laughs> Joe's so funny and charming and more of like relief that the, the awkwardness stops. Let's go to clip number seven. Economic theory, three quarters of U.S. industries grew more con- consecrated, I mean, excuse me, consecrated. I'm thinking I didn't go to mass. Uh, they were moving to diminish competition. Okay. All right. President of the United States, everyone. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and in super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect on the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com the eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans they financed major universities they ran full page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the new york times other major newspapers that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks just to continue our cavalcade of embarrassments brought upon us and our nation by the Biden administration and his despicable family 
Hunter Biden settles with baby mama under condition child can't use his last name. Hunter Biden and London Roberts, the mother of his four-year-old child, reached a settlement in their explosive child support dispute in court last week, which prohibits the first son's daughter from using the Biden family name. London Roberts, 32, a former stripper that Hunter Biden impregnated in Arkansas, had petitioned the court to rename her daughter Navy Joan Biden after a paternity test confirmed that Navy's biological father is Hunter Biden. Roberts reportedly wanted to change their uh, their daughter's surname so that Navy could, quote, benefit from carrying the Biden family name, according to Daily Mail. However, Hunter Biden, who has never met Navy and refuses to acknowledge her existence, submitted court filings that oppose Navy Joan Roberts changing her surname to Biden, claiming he wants her to have a peaceful existence and live free, live a life free of public scrutiny associated with the Biden family. Can you imagine? I mean, the nerve, the nerve of a deadbeat dad who's never met his four-year-old daughter to claim that his rejection of this sweet little girl is somehow beneficial for her. It's for your benefit, sweetie. I'm actually such a good guy that I want to protect you from being acknowledged as my naturally born daughter. Just my God, my God. It's one thing to be a scumbag. It's another to try in vain to couch your scumbaggery in the the cloak, the mask of charity and, and loving care. It's just like, blech, blech. Again, it's not, it's not like it's not like this is high, high crimes and misdemeanors. It's just, it's just adding to the general outlook that the Biden family in total and Hunter in specific are just really the worst people, just the worst types of people in the entire world. Just incredible. But when it comes to high crimes and misdemeanor, there's no lack of smoke there. Lindsey Graham sent a letter to U.S. Attorney David Weiss saying, quote, I have been informed that you and your office were briefed on allegations in a FD 1023 form suggesting there may have been phone calls recorded between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden with a senior official at Burisma Holdings. So that's Lindsey Graham continuing to chase this. Uh, Fox, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what you call it, but. Uh, you know, this is the 1023 form that has really – it's really been a saga, right? It was first the FBI denied it existed. Then senators were like, uh, we've seen it already, so what do you mean it doesn't exist? They're like, oh, right. No, OK. You've seen it. So, yeah, it does exist actually, but you know, it doesn't say the things that you think it says. And then they present it to them. They have to threaten Chris Ray with contempt of Congress before they finally get an agreement to, OK, fine. Some of you, the select committee, can come in and look at it in a skiff, but you can't talk about it and you can't take pictures of it and you can't actually have a copy of it, even though it's not classified. We are withholding it from you, the civilian oversight of the deep state spy apparatus. And even then, it was redacted and parts of it that were redacted were the most important parts, like where the person admits that they have 17 audio recordings of Hunter and Joe Biden discussing the $10 million bribe to the Biden family. And so then Chuck Grass was like, you know, I've seen the unredacted version, right? Like, you know that I know what you redacted? And they're like, oh, right. Oh, so you know about that. Okay, shoot. (laughs) Darn it. We thought we were getting away with this. So this is that 1023. And so now Lindsey Graham is 
asking David Weiss, who was the attorney that was ostensibly in charge of the Hunter Biden uh, laptop or the Hunter Biden laptop slash bribery slash general scumbagness uh, investigation that was going on. He's asking him. And of course, that as we talked about yesterday and The New York Times confirmed, he wasn't actually the last, you know, the, the buck didn't stop with him, let's just say. He was not allowed to bring the charges he wanted to bring or do the investigation he wanted to do because he was stopped from the people at the head of the DOJ, such as Merrick Garland. So Lindsey Graham is pursuing this. James Comer, of course, has been sort of on the forefront of all of this from the New York Post today. Overseas payment to Biden family could exceed $40 million, Comer says. Quote, this was organized crime. Members of President Biden's family may have accepted in excess of $40 million from foreign nationals in exchange for favorable policy decisions, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer suggested Wednesday. The Kentucky Republican said that his panel had identified six specific policy decisions where Biden, 80, took actions that indicate he may have been compromised during an appearance on John Castamitidis. Cat and Cosby show on WABC 770 Wednesday. Comer noted that of six policy decisions, four of them were made while Joe Biden was president early on, where we cannot come to any other conclusion as to why these decisions were made other than the fact that the president is compromised. There's no other way to define it. Comer says this was organized crime. So. Just <laughs> that's. That's your that's your quick Biden update here at InfoWars. Just horrific embarrassments followed by horrific embarrassments followed by just blatant lies and weird double speak slash can't read the words off a teleprompter followed by Hunter Biden just being the worst person ever followed by the massive cover up with the DOJ and FBI curtailing investigations into the Biden crime family. Just unrelenting corruption from the Biden family. And yet you don't hear word one about it in the mainstream media. That was one of the articles that we covered last week where during this big outrage about the recordings and the bribes, the $10 million bribes, all the congressmen having to threaten Christopher Wray with contempt of Congress and force him to let them look at the document – And not a single second was this story featured on mainstream media, from CNN to MSNBC and all the little outlets in between. None of them had the slightest bit of curiosity about what was going on. Not a single one of them even reported on the circumstances, let alone the details of this back and forth between the deep state and their civilian oversight in Congress. Mainstream media just does not care. But I guess that's what we're here for. I guess that's why we have a place in this society, because somebody's got to tell you about the blatant and outrageous criminality taking place in the highest halls of our government. We'll continue to do that as long as you support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com. The July 4th Independence Day Super Sale is on right now. You're getting up to 60% off just about everything in the store. Plus double Patriot points. You can redeem your freedom discounts now as we declare independence once again from the globalist cabal that is attempting with ever great, ever greater severity to imprison us 
some sort of open-air concentration camp. Everything from the air filters to the water filters to the toothpaste, the M4's MD line, Survival Shield X3 down and out, Brain Force Plus, Brain Force Ultra, prebiotic fiber, immune support. Like, unless you are Superman, there's something that will benefit you at InfoWarsStore.com. Unless you, you don't age and are immune to bullets and you fall asleep like a baby and you, you'll wake up like a, like, a young, like a young hunting dog, you know, there's got to be something in your life that maybe you, you wish was a little bit better. Maybe it's that persistent ache and pain that you experience that some of our turmeric supplements could help with. Maybe it's just dealing with the stress of everything going on in your life, plus the world collapsing around you. Well, we've got products for that as well. There's a little something for everyone at InfoWarsStore.com, and of course it keeps us on the air, keeps us exposing all of this outrageous and ridiculous nonsense, and hopefully you agree treating it with the appropriate, what, what would you say, opprobrium? What does opprobrium mean? That feels like it's the right word. <laughs> the the uh, the appropriate amount of uh dismissiveness i don't know i mean how are you supposed to be serious how are you supposed to treat this country seriously when our president is such a bumbling bungling mess Just every time he opens his mouth it's it's a new highlight reel for the biden cringe compilation every time he gives a speech it's like everyone in the audience is just like cringing and just like, oh, God, how long is it going to take it for him to say the word consecrated? This is so painful. Which would be fine. It would be fine if this was the case. We've had silly kind of uh, nonsensical presidents in the past. The difference is that we've got an entire media establishment that pretends it's not happening. That just turns a blind eye to this. That's the weird part. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund our operation. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Second hour of American Journal. We just have so much to cover now, and we'll get into it here in this second hour. Uh, John Doyle will be joining us in the third hour to talk about his Change My Mind segment he did at a historically uh, black college that got real out of hand, but was still extremely informative and interesting. Very excited to talk to him about that. This story is from Telegraph. Schoolgirls sexually assaulted in gender-neutral toilets. 
a school has called in police over allegations that female pupils were sexually assaulted in its gender-neutral laboratories. A teenage boy has been arrested over four allegations of serious sexual assault at the Essex school. The Telegraph understands three of the alleged attacks took place in laboratories used by boys and girls. The case has led MPs and campaigners to question the safety of mixed-sex laboratories and changing rooms days before the government is expected to release its transgender guidance for schools. The guidance is expected to say that students should not be allowed to use facilities designated for the opposite sex, but the advice on mixed-sex laboratories remains unclear. And this is, unfortunately, a less-than-rare occurrence. And, in fact, this topic was discussed at a school board meeting recently where a man brought receipts and absolutely destroyed the school board on this bathroom policy debate. Let's go to it now and see what the blessings of the transgender activists have brought to the innocent girls. Several weeks ago, in a vote to allow trans students to use whatever bathroom they wish, you assured us that these policies were perfectly safe, as neither yourself nor law enforcement could provide a single example of any trans student assaulting any girl in any bathroom, in any school, in any state, anywhere in all, in fact. But not to worry, since you could locate them, I took the trouble to. See, Loudoun County, Virginia, where last year, under district policy, a trans student was allowed into the women's bathroom where he assaulted a girl. To cover it up, they moved him to another school where he did it again. See, Irvine, California, last month, where a trans student entered the women's locker room and flashed the girls there. When they confronted him, he mercilessly beat them. This happened again in Gwinnett County, Georgia. This happened again in Oklahoma City. This happened again in Ohio, where a trans man was allowed to use the locker room where he was arrested for flashing little girls. The judge dropped the charges after he ruled that this man was too fat for them to see anything. Last month, in this city, a man using they, them pronouns in a scene straight out of Silence of the Lambs hunted down and killed a female jogger because he, quote, wanted to look just like her. And before you say that these are anecdotal evidence, just note that in a survey of trans inmates in federal prisons, half were convicted of sexual assault and 90% were convicted of violent crimes well above the general prison population. Now, it should also be noted that in each of these cases, each of these perpetrators had either changed their pronouns, had undergone transition, or had received gender-affirming therapy and accommodations thereof. Why is this important to note? Probably for the same reason we recognize as a society that you do not affirm that people with anorexia can be healthy in any way. You do not affirm that somebody with schizophrenia is hearing voices. And you do not affirm that somebody in a manic episode is having great ideas. Because when you leave somebody to languish in their false mental state, i.e. men who think they are women, they will inevitably lash out and harm themselves and those around them. Hurt people hurt other people. But I don't want to pretend and have the hubris to think that I'm going to be the one to change your mind. I'm happy to share any and all of these examples with you. But you will most likely leave here tonight believing that men can become women, affirming care works, and that you made the right vote. 
But you will no longer be able to look into the eyes of your constituents and honestly say that you are unaware of the assaults that inevitably take place when we declare to women you have no right to privacy. Thank you very much. Incredibly powerful stuff. The way this Telegraph report puts it is perfect. Whilst, of course, the vast majority of males do not mean females any harm, the few that do will inevitably... record of the hearts and minds of the American people. It's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot of international news to talk about today. As well as more uh, cultural news as well. And I guess that that's where this next story lands under. The cultural degradation that America has been subjected to for the last little while as we watch one by one our vaunted institutions be infiltrated, subverted, destroyed. It's very sad, very pathetic how this happens. The latest, this is truly eviscerated, is National Geographic. National Geographic has laid off its last remaining staff writers. On Wednesday, the Washington-based magazine that has surveyed science and natural world for 135 years reached another difficult passage when it laid off all of its remaining staff writers. The cutback, the latest in a series under owner Walt Disney Company, involves some 19 editorial staffers in all who were notified in April that these terminations were coming. Article assignments will henceforth be contracted out to freelancers or pieced together by editors. The cuts also eliminated the magazine's small audio department. The layoffs were the second over the past nine months and the fourth since a series of ownership changes began in 2015, and we'll talk about what that means in just a second. In September, Disney removed six top editors in an extraordinary reorganization of the magazine's editorial operations. Departing staffers said Wednesday the magazine has curtailed photo contracts that enabled photographers to spend months in the field producing the publication's iconic images. So... It's just going to be what, like a it's like a Twitter page now. It's just nothing. It really is sad. Like it really is kind of heartbreaking to me. I always grew up with National Geographic's, just by far my favorite magazine as a little kid. My favorite memory of it is I used to have a, everybody remembers Pogs, right? Back when Pogs were all the rage, you could get a Pog maker. You could go through National Geographic, and it was just like pictures of animals and like tombs and the Iceman article. I remember that one really well. You want to get that cool skull pog, cut the, cut the picture out of uh, National Geographic. I just have a lot of uh, fond memories of National Geographic, and I'm sure a lot of people do, including just the sheer age of the magazine. My mom used to work at an elementary school where somebody had donated – Every issue of National Geographic back to like the first issue so you could go and open up these magazines from 1910 and read articles and see advertisements for a brand new type of bar of soap. (laughs) (laughs) Try the new Ford Model T. It runs on water. Just it's just really an institution, really just like an American aspect of our glory that has just like so many other things. In our culture, just been ripped apart, been destroyed, 
piecemeal by activists. And I mean, this is this is go woke, go broke, but to a much more significant degree. And all of this really started to come about with these changes in ownership. The magazine was eventually surpassed for profits and attention by the society's video operations, including flagship National Geographic cable channel and Nat Geo Wild, the channel focused on animals. While they produced documentaries equal in quality to the magazine's rigorous reporting, the channels, managed by Rupert Murdoch's 21st Century Fox, also aired pseudo-scientific entertainment programming about UFOs and reality series like Sharks vs. Tunas at odds with the society's original high-minded vision. It's just the commodification of our institutions. Even things like – I mean it's so typical, but like the History Channel or TLC, like any of these things that – used to be when I was growing up, you just turned it on. It would just be some high quality, usually very dry, probably not very flashy or flamboyant documentary about the Second World War, about some aspect of the Civil War. Just interesting stuff that was educational and sure, maybe it didn't draw eyes like Keeping Up with the Kardashians did. But there's a place for all of these things in the American media landscape unless, of course, all of these outlets and all of these magazines and – channels and film production companies are all owned by the same massive conglomerates who only care about profit and find it's more profitable to produce cheap, poorly made reality TV show that is completely devoid of factual or interesting or enlightening content, but let you sell a few more sneakers and cheeseburgers, I guess, during the commercial breaks. It's just... I guess this is what we get. The magazine's place of honor continued to dim through a series of corporate reshufflings that began in 2015 when the society agreed to form a for-profit partnership with 21st Century Fox, which took major control in exchange for $725 million. The partnership came under the Disney banner in 2019 as part of a massive $71 billion deal between Fox and Disney. So yes, we have Disney to thank for this new reimagining of National Geographic. They're reimagining National Geographic right out of existence. 135 years, things, things were going pretty well. You know, It's the type of magazine that if you only subscribe to one magazine, it's probably National Geographic. Even if you don't have any other subscriptions whatsoever, National Geographic might still be one that you get delivered to your house because of – beautiful pictures because it actually had decent informative again enlightening content but see that all changed very recently and they explained it themselves as they say this for decades our coverage was racist to rise above our past we must acknowledge it this was two years ago march 12 2021 This story is part of The Race Issue, a special issue of National Geographic that explores how race defines, separates, and unites us. Oh, great. Oh, wonderful. Oh, good. So we have 135 years of a, you know, top-of-the-world scientific institution that becomes a cultural juggernaut, that becomes an iconic symbol of advancement and science the anglo-american spirit and then it gets taken over 
they decide all that was actually racist, and we're going to correct that. We're going to stop being racist now. And two years later, it's entirely shut down. They don't even have writers anymore. Definitely no photojournalist. You know, spending months getting, you know, photographs that bring to light, you know, these hidden secrets, these mysterious gems from the depths of the rainforest, like the beautiful, amazing stuff that National Geographic was known for. Just not anymore. No, that's all racist. That was racist, they decided. So now it's just trash, just absolute trash. And I actually noticed this because I am one of those families. We are one of those families that we have one subscription, and it's to National Geographic. And you could see the obvious and undeniable change that took place when Rupert Murdoch and Disney took over. And they decided, I remember this issue. I remember cover. I was like, we were racist before, but we're going to correct that now. I just thought, this doesn't look good. This doesn't bode well. And sure enough, from then on out, every single issue was liberal nonsense propaganda. No, very little scientific value whatsoever. Still had the nice pictures, but that's that. You know, it, it went woke and it just became utter and complete trash from there on out. Which is so strange because it's so... It was so not racist. It was it was so the opposite of racist. I mean, just imagine you're some uncontacted tribe on some Javanese island or something, and here comes a, a steamboat with these men wearing clothes you've never seen before, speaking a language you've never seen before, with technology two thousand years beyond what your tribe has ever been able to manage. And these people are coming not to take your stuff, not to enslave you, not to do battle and kill you, but to take pictures of you, to learn about you, to write about you in order to tell your story to the people across the world so that your story, which otherwise would have gone totally untold in the shadows of your forest, now is celebrated and cared about. People know about you and want to, want to help you maintain your lifestyle or you know, enter the new world. It was the most, it's the most beautiful advancement of the age of exploration that there's ever been. Uh, but it's over now because that was racist. A lot of people have asked me, why has InfoWars Store and InfoWars Life not had a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics is something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic because I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. 
but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We'll move on here in just a second, but... I don't know. It's like a day of mourning. The, the funeral for National Geographic. 135 years. Exemplary publication. Some of the most iconic covers, photos. It's just, just really something we could all be proud of until we decided that it was actually all racist and needed to be burned. And how, how typical is it that it was Disney? presiding over this downfall <laughs> just just everything they get their hands on just the all-consuming blob just get their hands on something that everybody loves tell everybody that loves it actually it's terrible and you're terrible for liking it and we're going to remake it in our image and if you don't like it then you're really terrible and hateful and bigoted so you have to like it nobody does like it they go out of business they get another cash injection from their friends at the ESG banks. Pretty amazing stuff. So I do want to spend another second on this because we can – it's not like – it's not like this was natural, right? It's not like this was a natural collapse. People just not wanting to read it, not caring about it, that the American public just doesn't want to learn things anymore, just doesn't care about – you know, humanity and exploration and animals, like, that didn't happen, right? This wasn't a slow degradation. It wasn't like National Geographic. Like, we're doing the best we can. We're doing what we've always done. It's, it, you know, people are just not interested anymore. Nobody wants to buy scientific magazine. No, it would be incredibly popular. It would still be in operation, still have all of its writers and all of its photographers if it just kept doing what it did. So it's not like this was a natural happenstance a natural circumstance of america's interest moving on and and national geographic being stuck in the past no it was national geographic willfully changing itself on purpose because they people that bought it hated the organization hated what it stood for this happens over and over it happened into it happens in everything that disney gets its hands on I mean, it's interesting and, and kind of bizarre how similar the trajectory is to something like Star Wars. It's just like everybody loves it. Everybody thinks it's great. And then it gets bought by people who are just like, um, actually, the dark side is good and the Jedi are patriarchal and racist. So we're going to change it to be better 
Everybody's like, uh, your new movie sucks. It's not interesting. It's not compelling. The characters are bland and just nobody cares. You haven't come up with anything new. You've just perverted and destroyed the stuff that we already knew about. And they're just like, oh, so now you're a racist. Oh, so now you're a racist and a sexist for not liking this amazing thing we made. It's just – it's exactly what happened with National Geographic. So, again, it's not like this was just a natural collapse, a natural moving on of the target audience. We can actually pinpoint almost exactly the time when the downfall truly kicked off. And it's this article right here, March 12th, 2021. For decades, our coverage was racist. To rise above our past, we must acknowledge it. Okay, how about acknowledge it like this? Man, when this magazine was first founded, it was basically still in the age of colonization. It's 135 years ago when we were still in a, compared to today, very backward and brutal world where there were still colonies, people from thousands of miles away ruling over the natives of certain areas. And this magazine represented a major advance towards a world where that wasn't the case anymore, a world where those far-off tribes were not treated as a commodity to be exploited, but as something interesting and worthy in its own right that had stories that could be told and human beings who were more like us than we'd like to believe. So, I mean, when you go from sending ships of soldiers to take over a place and subject them to colonialism and take their resources to a ship full of photographers and scientists to go study and tell the story of these people, that's a major positive advancement. And even if it sounds kind of racist now, like you look back and maybe the words they use aren't the words we were used. Hmm, they called those people who sit around you know, naked eating each other, savages. Well, that's kind of a mean thing to call them. Okay, sorry, the words they used were, are a little outdated at this point. It still represents a major positive advancement, and it's something to be proud of, not something to be ashamed of. It's something to uphold and uplift and say, look at how far we've come, not something to look back at and say, see how evil we were back then, see how wrong all of this was. Let's tear it down and undo it and demonize the people that made the progress that we now celebrate and actually allows us to you know, sit on our high horse and pretend like we're better than anybody else. This article begins, <clears throat> quote, I'm the 10th editor of National Geographic since its founding in 1888. I'm the first woman and the first Jewish person. A member of two groups that also once faced discrimination here, it hurts to share the appalling stories from the magazine's past. Well, I mean, I guess no comment. I guess no comment about that. <laughs> no patterns to recognize here. And then it just goes into just full-on neo-communist racialism. Race is not a biological construct, as writer Elizabeth Colt... Colbert explains in this issue, but a social one that can have devastating effects. So, I mean, it's, again, it's not subtle. It wasn't like, gee, what happened with National Geographic? They made some poor choices. They sort of fell off in their quality. No, they willfully changed the entire purpose of the magazine to one of exploration and celebrating the natural world and the sociological variations and, and interesting aspects of humanity into one that it just – 
promotes the same communist swill you get everywhere else. They got this guy Mason to tell them why National Geographic was so bad, and these are some of the worst uh, examples they could find. What Mason found in short was that until the 1970s, National Geographic all but ignored people of color who lived in the United States, rarely acknowledging them beyond laborers or domestic workers. Meanwhile, it pictured neighbor, uh, natives elsewhere as exotic, famously and frequently unclothed, happy hunters, noble savages, every type of cliché. Well, maybe those things came, became cliché because people just went out and photographed what was actually happening. Maybe they really are hanging out without clothes on. Okay. <laughs> that makes it bad to report on it. It makes it bad to just mention it. Insane. Unlike magazines such as Life, Mason said, National Geographic did little to push its readers beyond the stereotypes ingrained in white American culture. So National Geographic, just the latest victim, just the latest casualty in the war on white people. It even has this thing about uh, a string of oddities, photos of a native person fascinated by Western technology. It really creates the us versus then dichotomy of the civilized and the uncivilized. No, it's literally just a fascinating thing to see people from untechnologically advanced societies interact with technology. It's inherently fascinating. One of the most popular viral videos of all time was a bunch of African tribesmen using an escalator for the first time. That was like two years ago on YouTube. But that's bad, apparently, and you're racist now for thinking it's interesting. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect to the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal halfway through today's program. A lot to talk about. We'll be joined by John Doyle in the third hour to talk about his latest video. I do want to remind you that what's happened to... National Geographic is truly a tragedy. Luckily, InfoWars doesn't have to actually worry about going out the way that National Geographic did. I don't think that the Walt Disney Corporation is going to be snapping up our intellectual property anytime soon. So no need to worry about that. However, we are, as you might put it, an endangered species. We are 
and this is, you know, it's in contrast to National Geographic, right? And yet there are certain similarities where if InfoWars goes down, it's not going to be because people just stopped listening. It's not going to be because yeah, InfoWars just fell off. It's just, you know, it's not doing the same that it used to. It's not, you know, breaking the news that it used to or anything. So we just, you know, people stopped watching. Like, that's not the case. We have more viewers now, more listeners now than probably ever before, and we continue to grow. But it will be because of outside undue influence from people who hate us and want to destroy us. But it's not because we destroy it's not because we're destroying ourselves. It's not because we're, you know, came along one day and went, you know what? You know, InfoWars has been going for 25, 30 years at this point uh, pretty successfully. But what if we're just globalists now? But now we're just globalists and we love Satan and we want you to sacrifice your babies to Moloch. And it's like, and then we shut down. So weird. God, America, so racist. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? But, you know, unlike all of these other places, Vice News, just injections of hundreds of millions of dollars, then just completely fails, bankrupts, and has to sell out completely to George Soros, even though he was a majority owner in the first place. These people have the support of the entire establishment and can't keep their lights on because nobody's interested. We, on the other hand, are under the constant attack of the establishment, and yet we continue to operate because we have the support of our audience. We thank you so much for that support, and we ask you to continue, and if you can, expand that support as we move into the future. As we promise, we will not change. We will continue to do what we've always done, which is to champion humanity of every race, color, and creed, and their right to live lives unmolested by deep state globalist tyrants, despotic madmen who are attempting to take control of everyone's life down to the most minute detail. We'll keep doing that. All that we ask is that you support us in this mission by going to InfoWarsStore.com. We've paid the price for our activism. We've paid the price for our positions. We have withstood the attack of the globalists, and we will continue to fight as long as humanly possible. It's entirely up to you and whether you go to InfoWarsStore.com or not. Now's a great time to do it. The July 4th super sale is on, 60% off plus double Patriot points at InfoWarsStore.com. You can ring in the 4th of July and celebrate true patriotism by supporting the number one alternative news source in the fight for truth against tyranny. We're launching some of the biggest and best deals of 2023 so you can help fund true independent media this Independence Day. Just about everything on the site is on sale, up to 60% off. All Dr. Jones' natural products, all InfoWars MD products, whole food multivitamin, vitamin D3 gummies – all InfoWars Platinum products, all food, water, and uh, air filtration products, all of these are on sale. Plus, you're getting double Patriot points. There's never been a more crucial time to take a stand in the fight for our republic. Globalist censorship and attacks are at an all-time high in an effort to shut down your First and Second Amendments. That's why your support now is so crucial. Your purchase of these products is a true 360 win. You get super high-quality items, and you help us launch the InfoWar into the next level. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today to get involved and be a part of this movement to rescue humanity from the prison planet. Fun fact. Uh, If you're a person who is trying to save a buck or two, right, and you purchase things while they're on sale, this is our second largest sale of the year. It's pretty much the 4th of July and Christmas. Those are our two biggest sales. So the two the best next, holidays. The, the, you're darn tootin'. And <laughs> also, uh, yeah, this is going to be our biggest sale until Christmas. Okay, so now's the time. Stock now is up the time. now. Words of wisdom from I'll tell the you, producer. 
I'll tell you, even though, uh, even though it's summer and traditionally summer is not the time of cold and flu, I know in, in my circles, people have been real sick recently. Now, that might be because somebody destroyed everyone's immune system with poison shots. But regardless, now it's the time to stock up on all the products that we have that help you naturally support your immune system and empower your body's own natural superpower that it has to protect itself from infection from the outside world. You don't need some gene-altering experimental serum injected into your bloodline. All you need is to empower your body's own natural processes, and we help you do that with our incredible products at InfoWarsStore.com. Now, let's move on, shall we? We have some, I guess, good news here. I don't know. It's like everything is like, is it good news? I guess. It's good in the sense that it's the American people flexing their economic muscle. It's bad news in in the sense that just like National Geographic, just like Walt Disney's corporation, yet another American powerhouse corporation industrial job creator has been taken over by globalists and – is being destroyed. Bud Light to permanently close uh, to permanently lose nearly 25% of its business. After self-destructing in the name of virtue signaling, Bud Light is looking at a permanent loss of nearly 25% of its business, according to Deutsche Bank analysis uh, analyst Mitch Collette in a recent Barron's article, saying, quote, we believe the recent underperformance implies a permanent reduction in ABI's U.S. business, writes Collette, referring to Anheuser-Busch InBev, the parent company of Bud Light. Our proprietary survey data suggests these headwinds are likely to fade even if we do not, even if we do not expect the U.S. business to ever fully recover from its current challenges. Data gathered by the Deutsche Bank suggests that 24% of Bud Light consumers no longer purchase the brand, while another 18% are buying less of it. Taken together, our survey data shows that Bud Light as a brand faces significant challenges, particularly with older consumers. However, we believe the forward-looking data set imply the challenges will be will at least partially fade, wrote Colette, who actually upgraded shares of AB InBev to buy from Hold to a new target price of 65 dollars and 92 cents up from 64 dollars and 83 cents so this boycott has had a tangible noticeable and truly devastating effect on bud light and i say hold the line folks don't don't become lukewarm in your white hot hatred of the way that these corporations force destructive and bizarre alternative lifestyles on the american public from the king of beers to the king of queers. King of beers to the queen of queers. <laughs> Tranheiser Bush. And again, it, you know, Tranheiser, yeah. No, it's, uh, it really is this easy. It really is like, is this a sacrifice? Is anybody out there like, God, I just, I really want a Bud Light, but I just can't support them. No, it's easy. You just get a different beer. You get a better beer. It's like not even a sacrifice. So just nothing but a win-win for us. We send a message. We let everybody and all the other corporations know, yeah, don't hire Dylan Mulvaney to be your spokesperson. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. It doesn't matter if you do it and then apologize and uh, you know try to backtrack and say, "Oh no, we're just kidding. Actually, we uh, we're actually super manly." Hey, remember that? Remember the night? Remember we had a night? 
that would wear Bud Light armor. Remember that? Like nobody cares anymore. This was a thing that happened on Twitter. Bud Light is like desperately trying to trying to get back to oh, a couple months ago before everybody hated them, and they're like revamping or reintroducing some old like a little bit more manly, a little bit more traditional, a little bit more fun and, you know, uh, effervescent sort of uh, spokespeople, stuff like that. And uh, so they're trying to do this. And every comment underneath is like, nice try, trannies. <laughs> Just like, yeah, cool, cool night. Uh, what is a woman, by the way? Can you answer that question before I buy your stupid beer? So, yeah. See you, Bud Light. Bye-bye. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. Two of our best-selling nootropics, or brain boosters, are now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And for a limited time, they're 50% off when you get them together or 40% off when you get them individually. Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. Two separate formulas. They both give you good, clean energy without the crash. One is a four to six hour good base of clean energy, again, with no hangover or letdown. And the other is a very special proprietary formula, that's Brain Force Ultra, that hits really, really quick. And I love it. It wears off in two to three hours. So if I've got to work at night but don't want to stay up all night, I can take it and say nine o'clock at night. I've got to stay up till midnight working, doing a radio interview or something, and boom, or, or, or writing an article or writing a book, and then I get two, three hours of energy, and then you go right to bed after it. BrainForce Ultra, BrainForce Plus, both 50% off by themselves or 40% off individually. A lot of people love these products. They've got five-star reviews, but if you haven't tried them, you really should. 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. They might have gotten removed. I was about to show y'all something here. I, I guess maybe they got removed or something. So on TikTok, we've been posting the, the little short videos. I like to call them shortcuts. Little TikTok videos. You know, you see them play in the, as the promos during the commercial breaks. And the one where I'm just lifting off conspiracy theories, it starts off with Elon Musk saying or being asked, like, what conspiracy theories are true? And I just list them off. Like, that got moved, removed immediately from my TikTok. But then over the last couple of days, people have been sending me other accounts that have uploaded these videos to TikTok that have, one had over half a million views, more like 600,000 views. Another one had 1.2 million views on somebody else's TikTok page. And I was going to show that, but then on, so I repost them on TikTok 
like through my account, but then they aren't showing up. So maybe they got deleted now at this point. I don't know why our account would have these videos deleted and other accounts wouldn't. I don't know if it was the hashtags I used or what. Uh, but the point of all of this is that that's probably worth a chunk of change. I don't know. I mean, none of our stuff is monetized on social media because, thank God, we have the InfoWars store to keep us afloat. and We don't have to worry about you know pertaining exactly to the strictures of uh, things like TikTok and Instagram because we know that You'll support us at InfoWarsStore.com. We have this as a, as a base of operations, band.video, InfoWars.com. Uh, but we, you know, we are posting stuff, TikTok and Instagram and stuff. And I don't know. My accounts aren't monetized. If your account is monetized and you put up a video that gets 1.5 million views, I got to think that represents some chunk of change to the person who uploaded it. Uh, and frankly, good. Good for you. You too can be making money on TikTok by uploading our videos. I, I couldn't care less. As long as it's up there, as long as people are watching, as long as it's getting views, I'm happy. So you can go to Instagram, you can go to my t- Twitter, you can go to band.video, you can download these videos, upload them yourself, and, you know, figure out which hashtags get a lot of views and don't get you banned, and uh, monetize your account, rake it in. I, I couldn't care less. Do whatever you want. Uh, but that's the philosophy here at InfoWars. Everything we have is free to air, free to take down, re-upload, cut up into memes. Whatever you want to do, do it. And uh, at the very least, we really appreciate it when you just share those videos because it helps get the information out there. But uh, God only knows how many views these videos have because I don't even know where they're being posted. I don't even know like where they're where they're going up. But uh, pretty incredible the millions upon millions of people that have now seen our videos thanks to other people taking them down and uploading them themselves. You can do that yourself. Go to AmericanJournal.info to find links to all of our social media and uh, go for it. I also have. People more and more asking me uh, about the music that we use in our show. Go to AmericanJournal.info, and there's actually a Spotify playlist that has all the music that we use. So if you're interested in finding any of the songs that we play here, just go to AmericanJournal.info and find the uh, Spotify playlist where all of our uh, songs can be listened to. And, of course, support us at InfoWarsStore.com, won't you? Couldn't do any of this without you, InfoWarsStore.com. We're about to... uh, Welcome, John Doyle, and there's still so many other stories here that, again, you got to go to AmericanJournal.info and go to our Substack if you want to read these for yourselves. We've got a Penn State professor who sued the school, says the faculty was labeled racist white supremacist. A former Pennsylvania State University professor is suing the school and alleging he was subjected to racist attacks and forced to teach that, quote, all students see that white supremacy manifests itself in language and in writing pedagogy. Zach DePiero, a former English professor at the school's Abington campus, is suing Penn State and several members of the university's current and former staff after he was, quote, individually singled out for ridicule and humiliation because of the color of his skin, according to a lawsuit filed by the Foundation Against Intolerance and Racism on DePiero's behalf. So we'll see how this goes. Penn State uh, treats the anti-racist movement championed by people such as Ibram X. Kendi and Robin D'Angelo, who are often cited cited in critical race theory materials, incredibly seriously, according to DePiero. DePiero said he was forced out of his position at Penn State after questioning that ideology. This actually really relates to the story that – or the video that John Doyle made, so maybe we'll we'll save that and ask him about it uh, for comments. But this is happening across universities, across the country, and across the world, not just in terms of race, but in terms of all of the normal things that everybody knows to be true, like 
the fact that women and men are separate genders and sexes and that a woman can be a mother and a man can be a father but nothing in between university creates language guides that erases quote man and mother from existence the university of north carolina has shared an inclusive language guide laying out guidelines for what students and staff are and are not allowed to say their guide essentially wipes the word man out of existence and discourages the use of the words mother and father A statement from the university claims Carolina is committed to creating an inclusive and equitable learning environment for every Tar Heel to fully represent the diversity of our students, faculty, staff, and everyone in our community. It's important to use language that supports these values. You must ignore physical reality. It's uncomfortable for some people to acknowledge that reality exists and that truth is objective. It continues, the inclusive language guide will act as a starting point for communicating in a way that supports a diverse and welcoming community. So they actually give you alternatives. Instead of saying man, say person or individual, which is interesting. But what if you're talking about a man? Hmm. Instead of saying ladies and gentlemen, say friends, colleagues, esteemed guests, students. Again, just why and what? Instead of saying mankind, say people, human beings, esteemed guests, students. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That doesn't work, though. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, though. Mankind is a different word. That doesn't mean any of the things that these other words mean. So what are you supposed to say? It's just, it's just completely absurd. But, I mean, it's just literal doublespeak, just Orwellian thought control by limiting the the words you're allowed to use. And we can joke about this and laugh about this, but other people take it seriously, and it's kind of pathetic, but it's true. It's a story at Infowars.com. University creates language guide that erases man and mother from existence. Yeah, people really take that seriously. It's Again, it's pathetic, but it's true. People be like, oh, oops, oh, I accidentally said ladies. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to call you ladies. It's just like, ugh, just... Ignore these people. Ignore these people and laugh at them when they try to bully you into using their establishment-approved language. Like, what are they going to do? Like, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody's like, oh, excuse me, sir. What about the non-binaries in the class? And you're just like, okay, anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the class. Uh, we're <laughs> just ignore them. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they say. They can be mad. They can be vicious little psychopaths. You can just ignore them. That's how it works. Meanwhile, another racial story here. Accused J-Train stabber acted in self-defense, won't face charges in fatal New York City subway brawl. So we actually talked about this when it first broke. And I remember I sort of held off on my reaction to it because Daniel Penny was arrested and charged with murder, manslaughter for putting a crazy homeless guy who was threatening people in a headlock, an event that somehow accidentally killed him. Obviously not on purpose. It's obviously the right thing to do. Everybody who was involved was like, that man is a hero. He was, did what was necessary to protect the innocent people on that train. He was helped by two other black guys that were helping to hold him down. Uh, but he was charged because he's white. He's white, and there's a different standard of justice in this country for white people versus black people and has a lot to do with the you know social manipulations that go on but that's the same as it was 
you know, back in the Jim Crow era, era, right? It's no different. It's just like some black guy gets accused of something and, you know, the police are like, well, we don't have evidence, so we're not sure. But then like a crowd, a mob of white people show up and are like, you know, going to lynch him. And so the police are like, okay, fine, we'll arrest him and do it. Like, it's the same way that that worked out in, uh, in the old days, just the races were reversed and it's no different. So now you have mobs of black people that are, you know, rioting and committing violence because they, they want to see blood. They want to see the white guy uh, go down for his heroic action. Pretty horrifying stuff. But, you know, this had video, like the Daniel Penny situation had video. It was a headlock situation where, you know, he didn't stab a guy in the chest. That, that was a little bit different. So when this happened, I was like, you know, I'm not just going to go, oh, this is just like Daniel Penny. It's exactly the same. Free this man. He must go free because it's like, well, he stabbed a guy in the chest. That's a little bit different. And there's no video, so we don't actually know what happened. We just have one side of the story. I'm going to withhold judgment. Well, now this man has been uh, – had his charges dropped. I guess it's good that his charges were dropped because apparently that means it really was like self-defense. He really was you know, doing what was necessary to prevent a, a violent person from uh, attacking an innocent person. At the same time, it's just blatantly obvious the racial divide and justice in this country. It's not even like they, you know, you do one thing and black people get away with it and white people do the same thing and don't get away with it. It's two different things. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support.